Hey trail riders, welcome back to the daily ride. Hope you guys are doing well. Today we're going to be in second or first, sorry, first Samuel chapter ten. Today we're going to cover verses seven and eight, and so let's just dive right in. And when, just so we back up, so we know, Samuel has just anointed Saul as king. He's sending he's sending him home to be with his father. And he's telling him, you're going to go this route, you're going to see this happen, you're going to go a little further, you're going to see this happen, and you're going to go a little further, you're going to see this happen, and you're going to, the Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you, and you're going to be a different man. Now in verse 7 it says, And it shall, come, it shall be when these signs come to you, do for yourself what the occasion requires, because God is with you. When God sends you to do something, it doesn't matter what everybody else says around you. It doesn't matter whether you've got everybody totally against what God has said for you to do. When you stand up, if it's just you, you've got a majority when God is with you. You have got God's anointing in, in and with you to handle this situation. God, If God had wanted everybody to be a part of it, he would have called them to be a part of it. But God has got a plan for each one of us and that plan may seem minuscule, it may seem small, it may seem insignificant, but God's plan always is to bring glory to His name, but it's also to bring other people to Himself. It's also to build the testimony that we have. And that's what God is doing here. It says that it shall be that when these signs come to you, do for yourself what the occasion requires, because God is with you. <laughs> And you shall go down ahead of me into Gilgal, and behold, I will be coming down to you to offer burnt offerings and sacrifice peace offerings, and you shall wait seven days until I come to you and inform you of what you should do. Here again, we're talking about, we're, we're dealing with timing. We're, we're talking about timing. We did, talked about that a little bit yesterday. God's timing is always perfect. And here Samuel is saying, okay, Saul, you're going to go down here, and this is what you're going to encounter. Do what the, the things require of you to do, because God is with you. But you're going to go down there, and then it's going to be time for you to wait. It says you're going to wait seven days until I come to, to do these sacrifices. You know, Saul could have gone ahead and, do, and done the sacrifices himself. Saul could have said, okay, you come and do these sacrifices. He was now the king of Israel. He's the anointed one of God. God's favor was upon him. But Samuel says, wait. Sometimes when we have, we have things going on in and around our lives, God asks us to wait. Sometimes that waiting time is an unpleasant time for us. Uh, it's an uncomfortable time for us. But God uses it to bring humility in our, uh, into our lives. Not that he wants to humiliate us, but that he wants us to be humble so that when we're, we're focused on him, he can lift us up when the timing is right. Are we always waiting on his timing? Are we always trusting his timing? I can say that in my life I haven't always trusted God's timing. I've always, there's been times when I've tried to rush ahead. Okay, God, you catch up with me. A lot 
lot of times that brings a miscalculation into my life. And it causes me to go to Romans in 8.28, God causes all things to work together for good to them that love God and are called according to His purpose. But He's given me a hope and a future. Regardless of my mess-ups, regardless of the miscalculations, and regardless of my own thought processes. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank You for this day. Thank You for Your many blessings. Father, help us to trust Your timing. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. I hope you'll continually follow me here on the daily ride, and I hope you will keep riding.